Welcome to Living Well with Rentwell, the podcast for anybody who's thinking about getting into real estate, in real estate, and wants to take their game to the next level. I'm your co-host, TJ Hawk. And I am your co-host, Rob Coldwell. Today's episode of Living Well with Rentwell, I'm here with my buddy Matt Gorham, and here's what I think is really cool. Up until maybe a year or so ago, maybe a year and a half, we didn't know each other too well. Maybe we knew of each other in passing or would see each other at a networking event here or there, but uh, Matt is like the king of realtors in a town in Pennsylvania that we're going to talk about today. He, pro- I think you sell more houses and real estate than anybody else in Coatesville. We yeah. do. You're number in, one. In, in the city and the suburbs and the school district as a whole, we've been number one for 18 years straight. Holy smokes. So I, I had two buildings under agreement. And the one, the one I was like, man, I'm not sure about this one. And then I saw that you posted something that you own across the street. And I'm like, well, man, maybe it would make sense if he had this one. And and we walked through it and we talked to this gentleman. And then I was like, man, if I don't buy this one, I'm not sure how I'm going to, where, where the next construction job is and yada, yada, yada. And you were very gracious about it. I ended up, I ended up taking it down. We, we, we've since become closer. We've looked at some projects together. Um, we trade notes back and forth. And I'm like super grateful that you're joining us today, Matt. So if you can just share with, 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 with the listeners, you know, tell us about you, man. Where did you grow up? How did you get into the space that you're in right now? What are you doing? And then I'll leave it with, what was that first property that you bought? How long ago was it? All right. That's a lot of stuff, man. That's a lot of stuff. I'm certainly blessed to be in a relationship with you too. I'm very thankful how we got connected. And Most people that don't do the deal that they think they're going to do together don't become friends. And our friendship has blossomed. I'm thankful for that. It talks about uh, it speaks to our culture and our thoughts on abundance instead of scarcity, right? There's so many opportunities. And my thought process in that situation was, why don't I want a good neighbor? I, I can deal with Rob being my neighbor. We can help each other out instead of worrying about being adversaries. That's ridiculous. That takes too much energy, right? So for me, I, I'm Matt Gorham, I am a father of four. I've got a 20, a 17, a five, and a four a lovely wife, Amanda. She's great. Uh, my kids are all lovey, lovey. Um, born in Westchester, went to elementary school there for a while, went to Downingtown for a couple of years, went to Coatesville for a couple of years. So I was kind of all over Chester County, up and down the Route 30 corridor. I got to know a lot of people. I built a lot of relationships and it's been a lot of fun for me. I started off in the construction business. I had a business called The Deck Guy and DeckGuy.com, 1888DeckGuys. We had all this. And I, I learned about franchising and models when I was like 18, 19, 20. And I paid my way through school. And I um, I actually went to the 8 a.m. college classes because I paid for them. I was not sleeping through and partying my, my weekends away. So I worked my butt off because I was paying for it. And it took me a while to graduate, but I did. Um, at one point, I had a gentleman who was a good friend of my ex-wife's who was a Navy SEAL, and he handed me the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. He was like, dude, Matt, you're selling yourself short in this other business. You are one of the best salespeople I've ever seen in my life, and I, you just aren't selling the right thing. And so why don't you get into real estate? That was crazy. Yeah, when a Navy SEAL says to do something, you listen um, for obvious reasons. So I did. And uh, I appreciate him for doing that for me. It's changed my family's trajectory. So we 
uh, started an investment. That's this is a you asked me what my first property was. I thought that I was getting my license to become a straight up investor, and I didn't realize that calling my buddies while I was getting my real estate license was called prospecting, but it really is. And it was very, it was very fruitful. And so I called all my boys. They all respected me for having this other business. So they trusted me and I, I started selling them houses and we quickly turned, you know, 15 deals the first year, 30, 45. I was just doubling and doubling and doubling. And I, I got to the point where I, I needed to, I was watching other people buy real estate and make money. I was like, this is, silly we need to do this ourselves so it is exactly 17 years like almost to six months 17 and a half years ago i bought my first property and i bought it um i bought it when my son who's going to graduate next year um i wanted to mature the minute that he graduated so that i had cash flow for either college or technical school or whatever it was the minute that he was done i wanted it paid off so, um, in fact, no, I'm wrong. When he was three, we, we bought it when he was three. So that way, when he was 18, it was going to be paid off. Um, I don't own that anymore. It's one of the only properties I've ever sold that I've owned, but I, but I, that's what I started with. It was a twin in Coatesville. Um, I was in the middle of the 08 boom when you could borrow 103% and get some seller assist. And I handed him my driver's <laughs> license to get my loan. It was fantastic. Um, but I, I was a decent landlord, not a great one. I, I had some, a lot of lessons in that house. Had some MS-13, which was fun. I learned some of those, some some gang stuff. And it's okay because it, it's an education expense, and I don't mind that at all. I, I, I really don't. And then right now, like for me, I, I just put a church under contract. I'm looking at things that are a little bigger, a little more complex. You know, one of the projects you and I looked at was an abandoned hotel. Uh, what can we do with that? The church, I want to figure out how to turn that into eight units if I can. I'm working on that. I looked at two duplexes today. Yeah, that's that's kind of my that's kind of my wheelhouse now. I'm looking at those types of deals. I'm doing a, a 87 home subdivision right now in a neighboring township with as a minority partner in that, and I'm learning the development business. So. I'm having a lot of fun. I just, I look at this business and I just look at it and say, how many, I can't count how many ways that you can get involved. I, I can't count them. And why people are not in this is beyond me. How can you not? It's beautiful, baby. What's coming to mind is diamonds in your own backyard. You're like, you are the, you know, this market properly better than anybody. You see properties before the, before the signs, up, uh, probably get a lot of calls. Um, I think of you uh, in this market. That's why I only called one person when I had that that that, that project that we. I've learned. Uh, why, why don't you just call the one who has the most experience? I want. I want the one who sells the most in in in, in a region. Thank you. I, I get I, it when my real estate team. Sometimes I get dubbed as the Coatesville guy or the the guy that can only do that, which is nonsense. I can sell. I sell homes all over the place, but it was an area where my church was, where I live, where I graduated high school, and where I built relationship. I ran a little league downtown, you know, without even having a kid playing baseball. I was still t coaching other kids, other people's kids, you know. I, so I built respect and I built. And understanding of the of the systems, and I understand every block of that town. If you ask me a block, I can tell you if it's a good block, a bad block, what's good, what's bad, like what's sketchy. I can probably name a couple people on most of the blocks, and so that really serves me well in that area. And now we're watching a lot of successful 
investors jump into town, you included, and you guys are taking it to a new level. And watching this progress in this little town, it's unbelievable. I mean, there's so much opportunity down there. In Chester County, one of the wealthiest counties in America, you're finding abandoned commercial buildings that you can pick up or or multi-units that you do. I think you just picked one up. And, it, you know, that doesn't happen in, in other communities in our in our county. So it's a great opportunity. And it's nice being down there, being involved when it's real, when everybody's laughing at you for, for spending the time there and now watching the prices go up and watching people have more affluence in there and, and seeing people that live in the community grow, have more opportunities for better employment. It's just things, it's, it's, it's really a fun ride, man. It's a lot of fun, Rob. And, and how that, I love to see how it plays out as well. I mean, in the last, what, uh, 24 hours, I've, I've bought three meals downtown. My crews, the same They're I think they're keeping Red Bull in business at the gas, the gas station. I mean, it's, there you go. So we're, I love to see this, this micro economy and I make a point to, you know, look for a car dealer, a detailer there now, uh, it, you know, breakfast, lunch, some early dinners and the breakfast there today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's interesting is, is that you're, so you're, you are a positive person and I'm not sure where that mindset comes from. I'm not sure if you were born that way, if you've just trained your brain that way or, or, or what it is, but there's other people there in, in this town that we're talking about that probably are going to say, it's not going to work and this and that, and the township is this and the township is that. It's like, man, what I like is I'm new. I have no preconceived notions on much of anything. I walk in and I get to meet Robin at the local office and Robin's wonderful in 20 minutes. Here's my UNO paperwork. Hey, I scheduled it for you for Friday. Here's the check. You need like, that was a breeze. That was I told easy. her to like you. She she's one of our clients. I told her to be nice to you. Oh, you think? Well, thank you. Thank you. Please, there, she's but. a lovely woman. Yeah. Now, if you treat people nice with no preconceived notions, then that's how you get the real picture of what's happening. And, and you, reading the newspaper from living 15 miles away, you don't get the feel of the inside of the town. And and it it has been hard in that town to go find a place for lunch for a while. And now that they're opening some spots, I'm, I'm telling you what, I'm going to take advantage of it. And I'm going to support the people that put their neck on the line to try to, to start their businesses. And I'm, I'm going to go out of my way to do that. And I, and I do. My family, we all do. Yeah. I think the real estate is one of the less risky of the plays right now, because I feel like as long as the population holds its own or grows slightly, that we will find our renters to rent there. But I think the more risky plays are the small businesses because many times it can take three or four cycles for the restaurants to work. And I think those are the ones that are taking the biggest risk. I agree. Everybody's busy on opening weekend, right? What's that? Everyone's busy on opening weekend at the restaurant. You know, everyone gets excited for a week or two or a month or a quarter, but where are you going to be at in six months, 12 months, 18 months, is going to define whether you've really established yourself. And I, two, three cycles is some people can't afford to stay in for two or three cycles, Rob. Yes. And then somebody else might pick it up and then their overhead is less because uh, they didn't have to do the renovations as much. And look, I'm not wishing this on that, but it's something that is just a, it, it, it's a factor. I know Phoenixville is not too far away, right? And that took, some of those restaurants took multiple cycles and it wasn't until there was enough 
new development for nice apartments that you, you need a certain amount of people that just live walking distance, I feel, or a short drive that will spend the money in these small towns of America. And, and it's really important. So that's something that both you and I are, are, are working on. And it's not, that's why you said like, it's nice to have a good neighbor because the more of these buildings that come up and, and we'll be soon, we'll be putting some projects in front of zoning that say, look, here's this big old house. This is, this is weirdly shaped and sized apartments. We need, I need denser zoning to be able to have spend the money to have more apartments and here's our model and we're going to find out. I mean, this is an opportunity zone region, this, this downtown uh, Cokesville, which, which, which does have some tax advantages, but it only really has tax advantages if they appreciate value. <laughs> if they don't appreciate yeah. value, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. You, you, you had a tax deferment, but not necessarily a, a, a real, a real advance there. Is there anything yeah. that, so you're, you're, you started, that was 20, call it 20 years, right? So one of our most popular podcasts is a developer in Philadelphia named Gary Jonas. And he, episodes, I should say. And he says, Rob, if somebody comes to me with a five-year plan, I, I can't help them. Meaning a real estate plan. If you come to me with a 15-year plan, I can help you. And I just feel like there's something about a sweet spot that that if you make it to 15 years, <laughs> maybe some guys have done it quicker. I know I am still very much on the journey. My bills do not get paid on my living expenses from real estate. They get paid from earned income with rent well and other, other things that I do in consulting and stuff. So how do you feel about having about two decades under your belt in the market? It's interesting. I thought about that a little bit yesterday when I was leading my team in our meeting. We have about 15 people on our sales team for residential real estate. And we're watching other realtors have a really hard time right now because there's less transactions to do. There's less opportunities um, as a from a quantifiable transaction perspective. But yet we just had the first best first quarter we've ever had. And I think a lot of it is but being around. You know, showing that you've been through a cycle of business. I went through that 0809 stuff and I came out, you know, shooting higher while everyone else was jumping out of the business and crying the blues. We just put our head down and worked and did what, we, what it took in the market. So now when the market is doing something a little similar to the real estate business, because there are realtors dropping like flies, they're dropping like flies. And I'm, it's what it is. It's attrition happens. And we're not dropping like a fly. It's a lot of it's because we've weathered a storm before. I've learned how to get my reserves in check so my employees feel secure. Well, you know, or I'm picking up talent. I I had lunch with someone today from you know another company and and they want to join our bus because and and they're really talented because their opportunities are drying up somewhere else. So it's I I love this. I think this market's great and I love um, that we've been around long enough to gain respect. You know, in the in the community. Um, of course, we're always, you know, we've got plenty of great competitors out there. There's lots of great realtors out there. They're fantastic people. You know, we're, we're working really hard to try to, to make an impact in the community. And after another thing that's overlooked by being around that long is you can make an impact. Part of our mission is we want to make, and I stole this from my church, and we want to make such an impact in our community that so that if we left, 
there would be a hole. Someone we would be missed. We would want, you know, we would want people to really miss us in the community, whether it's, you know, we do a lot with the United Way. We do a lot. Uh, we do some things with, you know, some other ministries and, and some, we, we love to help people. That's part of our responsibility. And we would want to be missed a little bit, you know, and, and I think that's really fun. You get a, you get a, a deck, you know, you get 10, 20 years going, people expect those donations to come up and people are really relying on you. And, and we take that really seriously, man. There's a lot of reverence that comes along with that. There's a lot of responsibility with having been established for this law. How, how much does it play into like your faith? We, we were at your real estate investor group about a week ago. And you brought in a uh, you brought in a very unique in the professional, which is both a CPA and an attorney, which you don't always find. Not at age thirty, no. That guy's pretty accomplished. <laughs> He's thirty-one or something like that. <laughs> yep, second generation, working in the family office. And the first thing he said was was about the faith that you both share. And I I I, I like to hear that, and I think that that's uh. It's a nice bond that you both share. How much of a factor do you think that that plays in, in your overall success? There's a quote that comes to mind that is that is from the Bible that, that I'm going to botch a little bit. But it's basically saying, like, you know, leave everything at the altar for me. Mm-hmm. God, how hard how, how Jesus and then all else will be had unto you. Like, <laughs> and I love that quote, man. I how about it? That it, it that's, got la- that's got layers of depth to it, doesn't it? And, yeah. yeah. So, you know, for me, yeah, faith is really important to me. I am a Christian. I, I fall short just like everybody else, man. Sometimes you'll hear something come out of my mouth or with my, my eyes aren't doing something they should be doing. But, uh, you know, I do my best to lead my team and my, and my community that way as, as well as I can. And I do try to grow that in that way. And if you're not trying to grow in that way, then you have to question what you really believe in, in my opinion. So, for us, that is that's a mandatory thing in my organization that you understand my faith. You don't have to agree with it. Everyone that that's on my team doesn't have to have a Bible on their desk, but they have to understand and respect other people's faith and understand that that is part of our mission. You know, is to is to go serve in that way. You know, it just, that's that? that's important to me. Yeah. Hmm? Is there is there a reason that because you know when you go into any Keller Williams office in the world, at least the ones that I've been in. It is, you know, God, family, business, I think is what it says. Yeah, it says God, family, then business, yes. you know, and sometimes that's actually what got me into Keller Williams. I was like, man, that sounds cool. And mm. I, was, but I think some people use God just to recruit. And I think that they have a different definition of what that is, or they, it's just, it's just, it's a tagline that doesn't come with it. And then like three weeks later, I was like, oh man, they're, they're having a Bible study in the conference room there. Cool. Um, there was, there's a, they, they do walk the walk. When we have our national day of service, um, which is on the, the birthday of Mo Anderson. Mo Anderson has led the national prayer breakfast. She's, I think, the vice chairman of the board of our of Keller Williams. So she's she's a really strong presence and leader. Um, there's a medal right there. That's my wife and I. We won the culture award out of 190,000 Keller Williams agents, like, you, you know, internationally a couple really? years ago, okay. six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I wish it didn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish it didn't happen. It happened because there was something really sad happening in my life. And it oh. just, my wife and I happened to react to it as well as we could. And it became a nice movement to, to bless someone. That's all I wish. 
wish wish that didn't have to happen, but it did. And so, but but they do act on it. You know, Keller Williams does act on it. And when we do our, you know, our national day of service, a lot of times we'll go to a ministry. We'll go to a, we'll go to a place. A Good Works is one that we use. Um, it, they do a home ministry in Chester County where they make homes safer, drier, warmer for those that can't afford it. And we'll go in and we'll donate our time. Our team had in the past, uh, prior to COVID, we had gone out and done a lot of that. We'll go into a, into a home minister to the people while we're building, while you're fixing things. So, you know, just, it's about acting on it and people, you know, talk, talk about culture, but there's times you got to act on it. You know, everyone can talk about it. It's easy to talk about culture and read about culture, but you got to do it. And culture can mean a lot of things. It can mean Christianity, it can mean faith. It can mean, it can mean a lot of different things, you know, but culture can also mean productivity and teamwork those that's also a culture for us if if you're on our real estate team and you're not producing somewhere then that's you're out of culture and we'll have that conversation i hope you know that doesn't happen a whole lot but you know we try to make sure the right people are on our bus we that's the first thing for me is when i'm interviewing someone to to see if we're a match i need to know if we're gonna be on the same page with culture if you're not i don't care if you sell 20 million a year in real estate you're not for me I'd rather have the guy that's never sold anything, has the right culture, has the right habits, and I could teach you those habits. So that's really important to me. Well, part of I feel like I've seen with your culture is when you're talking with Matt, you get Matt. You don't get the impersonation of Matt. You don't get the mask. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to impersonate me. <laughs> you know, um, I don't think, yeah, as you were in our investor group, one of the things we do in the beginning is we introduce ourselves around the room because I intentionally want that room not to be too big and I want everybody to know each other inside and out. And I think that's how you really create community. And it's, you know, we've only been doing it for X amount of months, but I mean, you were in the room the other night, there's real friendships happening in the room that they didn't know each other nine months ago. And now they're becoming friends. And that's, that's part of it. It's creating community. Culture is community and community can be culture. Yeah, I, I the not many businesses do you walk in and you see God there, and I I appreciate. Nope. It. I think if there's not a power greater than yourself, and you're relying on your own will, then when that especially when times do get tough, or when you yeah. are in, in just a human, you're you're receiving things that you didn't want to receive. That's the that's really the true measure that you that you don't that you don't need to. Um, Jesus said, "I mean, you know, can I pass this cup?" Before he knew that what was going to happen with him, I pass this. He cup. knew exactly. He knew exactly. He's one of you guys is going to betray me today. Yeah. <laughs> one of you before the end of the day, you will betray me. Yeah. What? And They're looking around I mean, like, yeah, what are you guys talking about? You know, hey, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not betraying Jesus. Are you going to betray Jesus? And sure enough, man, I mean. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild, isn't it? So you're seeing some changes in the market. You're seeing volume just going down, right? So the yep. Interest rates are high. At the date of this recording, I'm locking in commercial mortgages at seven and a half. As am I. 18 months ago, I was at four and a half. So it's almost hit double, right? Inflation's still up. There's a couple more resets. You're seeing volume go down, and you just recorded 
the best quarter that you've had? Did I catch that right? <laughs> you we had the best first quarter. Now, it wasn't the best quarter I've ever had, but I have a history of not having a great first quarter for some reason. I don't know what it is, whether I take my foot off the gas in the fourth quarter, which carries over. Um, okay. I don't know what it is, but, you know, historically, I don't have a great first quarter. And so this this one was, you know, three or four million dollars higher than our previous you know, best quarter and three or four million dollars is a lot of production. And, you know, in my world, that's another hundred thousand dollars worth of commission that my agents earn or that our company has a piece of. So that's a, that's a significant amount of money, you know, and that can impact people's lives. And um, yeah, we are seeing a lot of change. Our, our numbers were down 30% last year, like, like a lot of other high producing real estate teams. And, and, you know, there's just less of them, you know, you see the market, you, a lot of people like, you have a, an interest rate at two, three, or four, and they're looking at a residential rate right now of six and three quarter or seven, and they're saying, why am I selling my house with my three and a half to go get a seven? Right. There's not a whole lot of scripts and sales you know, techniques that, that work for that. The truth is that's not a good idea unless it's a life-changing event. So a lot of our business is coming from life-changing events, you know, marriages, babies, divorces, unfortunately, you know, people passing. Like, so we're trying to, we're working really hard with, like, I have a real, real strong connection with divorce attorneys. That still happens, believe it or not. And, and you know, and, and there's a way for me to go in there and, and be a servant to those people that really need the help. I've been through one and I learned a lot of things and I'm very good at going in there and dismantling a bomb. So if I can help them and bless their family in a little way for my, for my pain and my experience, then that's, that's my response. That's my, God put that in my life for me to do that. You know, I feel like God puts crap in your life so that you can use it to help someone else. And if you don't utilize it for something else or to help someone else, then it's a waste. And it's a wasted lesson. And you're sitting there on the sidelines. You're being a coward. You learned, you were equipped to go to war, but you're afraid to jump in. And I, I can't let my team see me do that. That's that's not the leader anybody wants to follow. I, I don't want to, I'm not telling my rope to a guy that's not willing to go work. And then, oh, you're telling me to work? That's hilarious. Yeah, why am I going to go to work if you're not going to go to work? It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. So what does your enterprise look like right now? You, you, we've established you're with Keller Williams. We've established that you have a team. Yep. We've established yep. that you Absolutely looking at buying rental properties. You have rental properties. You're looking at now redeveloping properties. So what does this look like for you and how can those benefit from what you've been doing over these last 20 years to be at this point? I think over the last, at the, over the last 20 years, I learned the market and I watched other people succeed and fail. And I took notes. Success leaves clues and so does failure. And I watched and I learned and I, I, I remember those days like when I bought my first property where I saw people borrowing 107% when they're self-employed, when they don't really have income. It was unbelievable. I watched people implode, man. People I cared about would, you know, I was advising them not to buy the homes at the time and they would just go to another realtor and buy them. And then when they were in trouble, they called me to short sell them on the way out to nice. save them. And I'm like, man, it was, it, it brought me a lot of pain, man. Like I should have done a better job of helping them at the time. And I learned some of those scripts. So I'm watching some of those things happen. And so I can lead my team in a way that's a little unique. You know, for me, you know, we are just, we're looking, I'm in acquisition mode, Rob. I, I want to acquire properties. I'm trying to replace my income from my sales team as fast as I can. I'm trying to go on a, on a sprint. You know, I'm looking at, properties almost every day. Um, and if I could buy them all, I will, if, you know, if that requires money. 
So you still have to do your job, right? And um, I work really hard on that. I, I just I want to get to a point where I don't have to work as many hours. I just want my time back. I the older I get, the the more I want my time. I just man, boy, is it valuable. And it's it brings you peace. It brings you the ability to be more present with the ones you love. You know, I I wasn't one of the reasons I did get divorced the first time is I wasn't as present with the ones I love as I needed to be. I wasn't great at that. And I'm not. Again, I'm not going to learn from that. Mis- I need to learn from that mistake. I can't be in a position where I learned the lesson and didn't apply it to my life. So sure. when I am down in Tennessee at our lake house, man, I'm I'm there. I'm not jumping around. Oh, hey, I got to go do a Zoom. That's pretty rare. If I do, my wife understands she's in real estate, but it's pretty, pretty unique. We're getting ready to go away for almost two weeks. And I know that my business is going to run because I've got great people. And that's the difference between owning a job and owning a business, right? Will it still run while you're away? That's 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 a business. That's if you, rich. If you have to pull that, right? Yeah, that's dude. That, you, I don't want to own a job, dude. That's that quadrant. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. That's a, yeah. I'm, I was, I keep looking at my bookshelves and looking for that book. I was going to pick it up because I know it's around <laughs> here somewhere. I know it's around here somewhere. There's some good ones, yeah. but. Um, so let's unpack it. Let's unpack a little bit of that. So, so it was, you, you've built some systems, processes. You have a team. You're not a solopreneur. Nope. Right. You are, look, you have a goal, right? Your goal is to have your cash flow from your properties replace your sales income, right? Which will take yes. some pressure off that and also just a nice goal to shoot for, right? Yes. And and you, you did mention about you like to have the income from the sales team to be able to buy the properties. Have you done much so far with like any type of joint ventures or syndication so you don't need as much of the capital on your own? You know, I've toyed around with, with joint ventures and syndications and the right situation hasn't come up. I've been really close to the closing, you know, table with them. I've had opportunities and I've just not been comfortable. There's something has come up. Maybe I'll pray about it. Um, you know, maybe it's the fact that I've had partners in the past and I've had to buy them all out at one point, um, you know, which is not always, you know, doesn't have a lack not of peace. Fun. There's always, there could be peace in that, but, um, yeah. I'm right now. I'm I'm interested in partnering with people that know things more than me, and I'd like to be that little sliver of equity and get the education on the back end. And that's what we're doing with these 87 homes. You know, a really uh, a really good buddy of mine that has done this numerous times wanted a realtor involved in Kate. We're we're developing these lots, approved, improved. We're delivering them to NVR, which is Ryan Homes, and they pay the most. The period, bottom line, they pay the most. And our performer looks really good, but if something goes wrong, he wanted a realtor involved as a partner so that I'm part of the parachute. So if there's a problem, I'm, I'm the guy that's going to list all these things. I'm going to try to do my best, obviously, as a partner. You know, yeah. We have a land surveyor and a, and a land development guy as a partner. We think we're getting through the township approvals faster than normal. You're darn right we are because they're a partner and they want their money back. And so I'm learning. I'm learning just how to assemble a team. I'm learning... How do you handle the township? How do you get different uses? I, you know, first time dealing with PennDOT, you know, with, with road permits and dealing with, you know, EDUs, uh, not the first time, but it's, it's a different level when you're putting 80, adding 87 houses, you know? So yeah. it's, it's pretty fun, man. I, I, I am, I'm, I'm interested in being that, that little guy. I'd rather have a small piece of something and learn along the way than have hundred percent of nothing. You know, I, I look at, I want to be attached to other people as the denominator. And I, I see, you know, poor people look at the splits that you make in a sale, right? 
I was just interviewing a sales agent not long ago today, earlier today. And he was like, Matt, I want to be on your boat because I want you to be the multiplier of my, of my business. You know, I don't care what your splits are. Your splits are what they are. I want you, I want you because I want to join the denominator. And I was like, Whoa, okay. You know, and I think the poor people look at splits. Oh, you can have a hundred percent of zero. That's great. That that's going to spend well. Um, and then, or you can have a percentage of something that's going to multiply. And, you know, I, I learned that early in, in my training as a realtor. And, um, it's one of the things I take really seriously. I, I try to bring people on my bus that I can, I can take them where they want to go. If you come to me, you need to give me your goals up front. I, I have a notebook right over there on my other desk that I have everybody's goals for the year. And I, I literally look at it three, four, five times a week. And I, some that's, you know, that's a source of my stress a lot or motivation. And I want to make sure that I can get them where they want to go. It's, 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 it's pretty fascinating. Sometimes we bring them along on real estate deals, Rob, you know, like we, if I find a, if I find a flip and I, I can get the cash or I have the cash or whatever it is, but if I want to include my team on it, I think that's great. If someone's going to get paid, it might as well be my work family. I mean, I love those people. I love these people and they know I love them. And so we'll take, I'll, I'll run around and say, Hey, anyone want to infuse capital? I have a deal. They can, you know, I've had my administrator give, give money. I've had showing partners. I've had agents, you know, every different, different levels of, of income on their end. They've thrown me a little money, a lot of money, whatever it is. And they're a part of it. And we tie them into the profit. You know, we make them the hard money lender, you know, that way I'm not selling securities, but it's, it's, it's really, it's really fun, man. But taking everybody along for the ride is, is the key, man. Like, I like handing checks out to my people. I like when they, when they earn and when they, and now they're learning how to do it on their own. Maybe they don't need me. Maybe they go do a flip on their own and maybe that's enough for them to put their kid through private school for high school. But maybe, you know, I've got one agent on my team that says that he, he wants to do that. And he said, you know, if I do, you know, one of these flips, I can, I can put my kid through four years of, of a really nice, you know, high school. And it's better than the one I went to. I was like, who am I to get in the way of that? I need to empower you. Go, go do it, man. That's great. That's good clarity right there, I think. And that's a good flip. That's some good margin. Mm-hmm. Private schools in this area. Depending on the school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now what else is involved? So real estate team, you're, it seems like you're on the LP side of a larger land deal. I am. We have a property management company that is small. Um, I don't want it to be as big as yours. I love that you have yours that size, but that's not the intentionality of this at this moment. As of right now, it was, it was, I mainly wanted to get my 40 units off my desk so I didn't have to deal with it. Um, and I wanted to maintain relationship with my clients and help them build wealth and know that I have a solution for them if they don't want to be the landlord. So for me, that is, that's pretty fun. I'm looking for a talented person to take that over right now. That is one of my interviews, you know, that's one of the things I need to be doing right now. We're working on that. You know, we have the, we do house flipping. We're involved in an insurance company. We've also done a joint venture in a title company. That that's really, that's pretty fun too. And that's another opportunity for me to open up windows and lines of, of revenue for everybody on my real, in my world. Everybody can, can jump in these little, little buckets. And so my job is I want to, I want to, I want to affect you know, 200, 300 customers that are my closest people that love me and I love them. And I want to go really wide. You know, I want to have the handyman service. I want to have all those little things in place so that they, when they need anything with real estate, they just come to me and I'll, I'll take care of you. Maybe I own that entity, but if I don't own it, I'll, I'll support it yep. in another way. 
So just trying to think of what's the next thing going wide. I, you know, we've talked about a moving company. We've talked about, oh my gosh, some storage, you know, who hasn't talked about self-storage, right? But there's all these little things that we keep thinking of toying around, you know, with, and I, I'm excited to see where it's, what it looks like in five years, 10 years, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty exciting. So it's the mile deep, but it's also starting to get wider with these other verticals that you, yeah, that I you're think that- I think, I, I think that um, I think it's hard to acquire. It's hard to acquire clients right now, especially in a more technological world where Zillow's out there stealing them, and there's AI, and you know, everyone's out to steal your your consumer. And, and they have more money than me, and they have more expertise than me, but they don't have better hugs than me, and they can't give better love than me, and they can't be given back in the community. And so we want them to be part of that community. Like, you know, we're getting ready to do uh, Reading Phillies. We're going to take like four or 500 people up there in our community. Just, wow. hey, guys, guys, we're going out for the night. Like, it's on me. Let's roll. And we do, we, this will be our 11th year doing that. It's really fun. You know, I've watched some kids being three and now they're like 14. They're coming to these, coming to these events. I just, I just want to see, I want to see the community grow and, and protect our community and protect our culture and to give back, like we give back as that core. I don't even know if it's a core 300, but it sounds about right. And, you know, we give back to, we have, we have client events that aren't about selling real estate. They're about giving back to other people. That gets me more excited, man. Like that honestly gets me more excited than selling the house or finding a deal, connecting people, man. It's just watching other people be blessed by making a connection is, is that's like my spiritual gift. You know, I, I'm a connector. I happen to sell real estate. I happen to find deals, but I just connect people, man. Like you asked me today, Hey, you got somebody to cut the grass in this community. Cool. I got a kid that I coach in little league that is a hustler dude. And you're going to fall in love with him. He might end up being an employee or for a long time. I don't know, but I'll make that connection. You know? Yeah. You took, you hey, took a front of mine. Hey, Matt did just say he's taking a few hundred people <laughs> to the running Phillies game. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We've been doing that for years. That's awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. It, it'll yeah. be funny. Keep it going. What does your team look like that that helps to support you and to get these things uh, accomplished? Um, yeah, right now, I have a really good leader. Uh, her name is Donna. She's she's a champion, man. Like she, a lot of a lot of real estate teams underpay and underappreciate their admins, and then they wonder why they disappear. So. Donna has been with us for hundreds of transactions. You met her the other night at the investor group meeting and she, she's a, she's a killer and she won't mind me sharing some of these things personally. Like, you know, three, four years ago, she beat cancer for the second time at like age 27. I don't know how old she is. I don't even know how old she is because I don't look at her that way. And then she wasn't supposed to have a baby because that she had a baby the same year. And Oh, by the way, she made like 130 grand as an administrator on a real estate team. That doesn't happen. Usually that's a 60, 70, $80,000 for top level talent. So I, I make sure that she has the ability to be compensated. Like, like she does like what I expect in return. And so a lot of teams have four five, six admin, I have one person and I'm pumping 200 transactions through that one person. And I have right now I have three virtual assistants. I work with a company called Cyberbacker and my coach owns that company. It's man, it's fantastic. And um, these three people are in the Philippines. One of them is a bookkeeper for me. So literally when I get a bill, I just send it to her. She goes in pay. She has more of my bank passwords than my wife 
And like, it's just, it's crazy. Not that I'm hiding from her. I just, they're, it's just what it is. I'm just making a point that she's that trustworthy and she just pays all the bills from all the right places, does all those things. So I don't have to think about it. Um, we have people that do transaction management. I talked to you earlier about someone that just like, I can forward my text to them and they'll just get my texts. So when I do go away, I can be like, Hey buddy, um, I'm gone for the next four days. I'll, I'll check in for this hour of time each day. But the rest of those texts are yours. Have a nice time, you know, and do your best with them. And, and I'm, I'm good with that. And I have, I have a director of sales. Eric McGee is a stud. That's my dude. Um, I call him my business partner. I tell him I love him every time I hang up the phone because I do. And I'm really proud to be in a business with him. He's got a, he's a great family guy. So he leads, he leads my agents on my team. He, he coaches them up and make sure that they're poured into. I found that I got to a point where we, I had grown and I didn't have the time to sell the amount of houses that I had the opportunity to sell or find the next real estate deal that I could find and, and help my agents grow. And so I was really falling short. So I hired someone to do that. And he was a personal trainer used to getting people in peak condition. Now he just does it with real estate skills. So it's a natural uh, fit for him. And he and I are like brothers from another mother. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, I, my people are awesome, man. I, I have a guy, uh, Steve Turner. You met Steve a few times. He's in our investor group meeting. He's been with me over 11 years. All he wants, all he wants to do is show houses. He wants to make sure that the the men and women on my team are good husbands, wives, moms, and dads. So while we're all like, oh, I got soccer with my kids Saturday morning, you know, he's like, hey, I'll go show those houses for you Saturday morning. Why don't you go to your kids' game? Don't skip that. How dare you skip that? I'm going to go handle this for you. And that's a nice value add for me. And when I'm trying to recruit people to our team, I, that's part of the value. They're like, wow, I can actually be a human. The thoughts is are that usually that whenever the realtor, you know, when you're a realtor, you have to answer the phone 24 hours a day. Well, that's ridiculous. Don't set that precedent in any business you're in. If you start answering the phone at 11, guess what? They expect you to answer again at 11. No, thank you. So we just, we're trying to create lifestyle for our agents. And, you know, that, that, that's a lot of different things, Rob. It's, it's the support. It's also the streams of revenue. Those are the things that I, I just want them to live full lives. It's really important. Clearly, man. I love well, it. Are I you kidding me? What's that? I love it. If you can't, if you don't get that, I, I, you know, I feel it out of me, man. Like if you, then I'm not, I'm not that I'm a really good fraud, man. I'll tell you, but I just, yeah, I yeah. really, really love those people, man. I feel it. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed going to your investor meetup. I've enjoyed running the, uh, uh, running in the uh, time breaking bread. We're going to trade those. We're going to do a swap on those vacation homes. Um, yeah, baby. Is there anything else that we, you have covered all the questions that we have. You've covered what's the first little bio. What's your first deal? What are you working on now? You're, you're, you're on the LP side of a, of a new home development. That's going to get flipped over to, to a you know, national uh, developer builder. Uh, you, you're up to you know, 40, 40 plus doors. You've got your vertical integration going on with management and maintenance. You have a full team, including including probably more support than some standalone brokerages even have with with with, with your man Eric. No doubt. Showing agent that does some nights and weekends that helps the that you know people keep that family unit together. Then you also cover where you give back. I think you said one was good works. Yeah, good works is one that we do. Um, we did more with it pre-COVID. It's it's hard. It was harder to get in people's houses during that time. Um, that was a big thing for me. Um, one thing I would like also is like we've I've been on a fast track to this over the last ten years. When I got divorced, I lost 
almost everything I had. And that was okay, man. It was freedom tax. It's I'm just fine with it. My wife and I laugh about those times when we had to leave the water trickling on. I was making 150 grand, doing pretty good, and leaving the water trickle at night to make sure the pipes didn't freeze. Like we we look at that as all character building now, man. We we literally laugh about those stories and there's stories we share with our kids. So like, you know, to get to 40 doors and, you know, eight, eight and a half years, like we've been rolling as fast as we can. Um, but hopefully we can hit 50 here in the next, you know, 90 days or so. So that's really important to me. The other place that we were really doing a lot of giving back as the United way we're tied in with the Chester County United way. One of the things that happens in our area that I think is absolutely ridiculous is mo- people that have a mobile home, they live in a depreciating asset, man. But their taxes sure don't go down every year, do they? They appreciate. That's a really bad cocktail. Mm-hmm. The person that's living in, in a mobile home in our county is the person working at the Chick-fil-A. It's the person working at the convenience store. They're busting their butt trying to trying to work. So what, what the United Way does is they go in, we raise money to appeal their taxes on their properties. You have to have a full-time job. We're not appealing your taxes for fun if you're laying around. But if you are out there working and you, you need your taxes appealed, we we partner with a law firm. They go and appeal your taxes for you. And that way, your taxes will drop significantly. And then, then when your transmission goes, you don't quit your job. You fix your transmission. And that creates a better community, I think. And um, I just think that the tax system's really screwed up for the for those living in that type of condition. And in our county, we we need those people. We we need those people that are working really hard. Um, you know, they're trying to put their kids in good schools and enjoy the parks and do the same things we're all trying to do. So supporting them is really important. We we raised you know enough money to do a hundred uh, homes at a, at an event we had in March, which was really cool. You know, each person saves about eighteen hundred dollars a wow. year on their tax a year on their wow. taxes. Yeah, multiply that times ten years, and you're looking at some stupid savings. Sure. And it's all because they're working hard, and and the United Way steps in, and you know, you know, some some attorneys in in Westchester jump in and and help. So it's really awesome. We're just being a little part of it. I'm but so glad you brought that up. Like that. This is the first I'm ever hearing of something like that. That that's, that's yeah. Doesn't it, does it does it make sense that their taxes go up, or does it make it? I mean, as their value goes down, as it depreciates, it just doesn't make sense, man. And so you got to try to, you know, hopefully there'll be some legislature at some point there. They've seen our program. Um, some state representatives have seen the program and they're like, oh, wow, this is a void. Um, and so maybe there will be a legislation change at some point, And that would be really that would be a heck of a move. Then we'll move to the next thing and we'll help somebody in the next group. That's all. Nice. Yep. And then the, the, the final component is, is that is that faith component or the health component of how do you keep the energy high to keep doing what you do? I got a little energy, Rob. Any closing remarks there, I believe. Yeah, I got water here, baby. Uh, yeah, that's me. I, um, my thing, you know, for keeping energy up, and I'm not in the best of health. I, you know, sometimes I, I stress eat, and that's what I do. That's a, that's a fault. Um, what the the key for me is getting up and getting moving earlier. So for me, five o'clock is a good time. And I get up at five. That's a time where my phone's not ringing. I can get into some exercise. I'll play some ice hockey a couple of days a week. We get on the rink at 6 a.m. Um, people think I'm crazy to swing a stick at someone else at 6 a.m. But I, 
maybe I am a little crazy. Uh, or I'll walk my golf clubs around the course for a couple hours, or I'll hit the Peloton, or I'll just get into some devotional, you know, prayer time. Getting just it's that's really important. It's getting started. I, I don't think I think there's a, what is it? Win the morning, win the day. You know, there, there's one, and you have to win your morning. If you everything you can control, you need to try to win as fast as you can. So I get up, I I chug a a water like this. I keep one right next to my bed. I bang that thing like I'm college, you know, partying and I'm chugging water first thing. And I, I'm just go, I just go to go time, Rob. I don't, I don't sit around and groggy. I don't care if I was out till two in the, the night before at a Phillies game. I'm, I don't play that game. I get up and I, I perform and I, you don't, you don't catch me whining about, about anything when I get up. I, I'm like, Ooh, no, I'm going, let's rock. Who can I, who can I help today? And how can I help myself? How can I bless my family? What can I do to, you know, try to, you know, show my kids that I love them or my wife? And it's, it, those are all challenges, man. I'm not great at any of that stuff, but getting the most important part for me is starting in the, in the beginning of the day, the right way. Well, do you feel friend, the same way? We're all out on this episode and, and I'm so glad <laughs> you came uh, and, and shared your time with us and shared your, 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 your experience uh, we're going to put your information out there if somebody wanted wanted, wanted to connect or join your team or you know help buy some some investment properties or you know just needs a hand man just just needs a um, yeah, yeah you, man you a lot of resources and uh, I would ditto on the good works that's a that's a wonderful organization there a fun fact on them that's pretty sobering is that I think the the entry level to get into their program is like 50% of the poverty line. So you're talking wow. about, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, will man. go in and they will start, as you said, they, 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 uh, they fix up, they fix up properties. And, yep. Safer, drier, warmer. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's so, amazing how people will listen to the gospel when you're fixing their home. <laughs> it's a good ministry, man. It's a good door opener for them. Yes. It's fantastic. Well, thanks so much, brother. Man, really appreciate your time, and and uh, I'd love to check in in, in in about a year and and have you back on. Let's dance, baby. Let's dance. <laughs> Thank you for it was a pleasure today. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Living Well with Rentwell. We hope you loved that episode. Please be sure to head over to our website at rentwell.com backslash vision. We're giving away our free program called Vision Through Purposeful Action. If you're a busy person, if you struggle with finding the time and priorities, or if you're experiencing procrastination and overwhelm, this free course will help you with that. We wish you a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in and check in later.